imagine the after. But hang on, but hang on, John. It gets better now. Every every night at six pm, our local radio star with the world news, Luke. So you don't have to watch the news anymore. You just listen to the John Law's clock. Luke comes on at six o'clock and gives you the daily rundown. Hello, world. I'm John Laws. What's on your mind, Australia? We'd love to know, so give us a call and tell us. one three hundred five six four six five two is the telephone number that you dial. If you'd like to send an email, you send it to thefortress at johnlaws.com.au or if you'd like to send a text message, 0458-049-209. Got it? 0458-049-209. On this Thursday, it's the 22nd day of April. If you would like a little useless information to start the day, popcorn that is sold in movie theatres is sold for up to 15 times what it costs to make. Big money in the popcorn business, big money in the coffee business, they tell me too. Uh, Harry, are you there? Yeah, mate. Okay, Harry, what do you want to talk about? Look, uh, John, you cut me off the other day. That wasn't very... I don't tell lies. You what, what, what are you talking about, Harry? To the truth. You only, you're all the same. You hide behind the microphone. I'm not hiding behind anything. You did. You call me a liar. Well, I was, wasn't hiding behind the microphone when I said that, was I? Yeah, well, listen, I, I have... Um, you wanted to talk about... Bigger men t- than you off. I beg your pardon? You're always sick. You're a weak mug. <laughs> you, the problem with you, the reason that I cut you off, Harry, is... Oh, you're gone anyway. The reason I cut you off, you goat, is because you're obscene. You're crude in the things that you say. You wanted to talk about toilet brushes or something. And uh, it just wasn't pleasant radio, so I got rid of you, Harry, and I'll get rid of you again. Well, you just got rid of yourself, which was a good move on your part. But you're always vulgar. That's the problem. You're just dirty. You've got a dirty, scrubby little mind, Harry. That's your problem. Now, if you want to bring back and argue about that, that's fine. OK, call us and tell us what's on your mind. one three hundred five six four six five two is that number that you dial. Uh, who we got there? Frank, are you there? You there, Frank? Frank, you got to wait. So bloody rude. Okay, one three hundred five six four six five two. John, are you there? Yeah. Oh, morning, John. Okay, morning. Um, John, it's good to see you back, and um, the chaps that replaced you were really good. But you're the best. But anyway, Scott Morrison, everyone for the last 12 months has been giving him a, a very hard time. Um, I've always been a voter of Labor, 
But I don't think Labor could do the job that John, um, Scott Morrison could do. I mean, that's about all I've got to say, John. That's it? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> well, OK, that was brief. <laughs> that's about the quickest one I've ever had. Uh, Frank, are you there? You there, Frank? I am indeed, John. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Frank. What can I do for you? Well, probably a couple of things, but first up, my cunning mind figured out that uh, because of your several-week absence, you must have a build-up of stock in your storeroom of John Law's watches, John Law's wall clocks, and maybe, maybe, mate, the odd now-mouldering Christmas put. So I thought nothing ventured, nothing gained. I'll get this out of the way first. Okay, well, nothing gained. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, what, what what did you want to talk about apart from that? Well, serious stuff, mate. Um, is, is basically following the outcome of the Floyd case and uh, the American Black Lives Matter movement, and also what's happening in in Australia. I think there's. An imbalance now is swinging in the direction of being almost an apartheid-type situation where... Look, look, the law should apply to everybody equally. It wouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter whether you're black, white or brindle. Yeah. If you break the law, you break the bloody law. I agree 100%, but this, this, this is, is it just my perception or do you feel the same way? There's this push now to, to separate black from white, saying one rule for them, one rule for us. No, I don't think that's right. Okay. But I feel that there's a growing growing build-up where, you know, it's okay to be a black racist, but it's not okay to be a white racist. It's all, Say that again, it's all right to be a black racist, but it's not all right... I don't think it's all right to be any kind of racist. Yeah, exactly, but... You know, it, when, ter- when the word racism crops up, it's always generally it's white racism against black. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, that's basically just what I wanted to say, mate. Um... All right, Frank. Well, you said it. Okay, tell me what's on your mind. One three hundred five six four six five two. If you'd like to talk to us, you can. Who's there? Joe? Are you there? You there, Joe? Didn't wait long, Joe. All right, tell us what's on your mind. One three hundred five six four six five two. We'll see if Karen is there. Karen, are you there? Karen's not there either. Are you sure you're not there, Karen? Ah, uh, I don't know. Okay, tell me what's on your mind. One three hundred five six four six five two. Uh, Karen, are you there? You there, Karen? Dear, dear, dear. Okay, tell me what's on your mind. One three hundred five six four six five two. If you would like to give us a call and tell us what's on your mind, all you've got to do is pick up the telephone, dial the number. Daryl, are you there? I am, John. Okay, Daryl, what do you want to talk about? I just wanted to respond to that old Frank that was going on about Black Lives Matter, just another typical old bigot. Black people everywhere over the world have put up with centuries and centuries of discrimination and, you know, 
these people need to get over it a bit. Which people? Yeah. The people like him. I've never been discriminated against because of my colour. They have. Dark people have, in Asians, and people like him, there's no... There's not a comparison. They keep trying to make these comparisons. There is no comparison. Well, that's right. There is no comparison. But they endeavour to make a comparison, and they can't do it. And I'd like to tell old Frank, too, I've got a watch, a clock, and a Christmas pudding, old Frank, so there. (laughs) 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 So you must like me sometimes, mate. Yeah, all right. All right, Daryl, thank you for the call. And I hope you're feeling well, John. Okay, I'm all right. Thank you. (laughs) Goodbye. All right, tell me what is... Oh, we've got Leonie. Good morning, Leonie. Yes, good morning, John. Nice to talk to you again. Thank you, Leonie. What can I do for you today? Yes, no, I have something that uh, may give you a smile and also a serious issue. But firstly, yeah, there was a builder wanting... Uh, working on a building site with his new apprentice and after a while the builder turned around and saw the apprentice just sitting there stroking a piece of wood and he said to him what are you doing and the apprentice replied i'm just feeling a little bored oh leonie that's bad (laughs) leonie that is a bad story all right we've had that now what else have we got yeah and, and also on tuesday interestingly enough I received a letter from a friend with a copy of a graphic item she'd seen on the net. Four inescapable truths about hell. One, it's a place of torment. Two, it lasts forever. Three, there's no escape. And four, you didn't have to go. And obviously the person that posted it, yeah, was wanting to prevent people going there while there's still time. And yeah, where did that come from? Where did that um, missive that you got, where did that come from? On the net. Someone had posted it oh, on the dear. net. I see, all right. But, I mean, it's true. I mean, they are true things. But and, and I and others have tried to make people aware of it and usually get ridicule for it. But I'll just finish with the good news. Jesus said, He that comes to me, I'll in no wise cast out. John six thirty seven. And the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, Romans 3.23. Mm, that's strong. All right, Leonie, we've had enough for this morning. I'm sure you'll call us again another another day. Sweet Leonie, she means it all. She's very devout, and we've got to allow her that uh, opportunity. OK, into the final hour of the John Laws Morning Show. So give us a call, one three hundred five six four six five two. Who have we got there? Spence, are you there? Yes, uh, Reg Spence here, uh, John. Thank you for taking my call. It's great to hear you back on the air again. Thank you. Your name is Reg. That's correct, yeah. Okay. Reg, I'm 79. <laughs> All right, why have you called me? Um, what I was ringing about, there's two clients that ring your station all the time, and I detest hearing them. One, of course, is Norman, but you never worry about Norman because he goes away for weeks on end. The other one, in my opinion, is a wannabe communist called Luke. He never stops ringing in with his bloody dribble and it goes on and on, left-wing all the time. Could you ask him if he's ever worked in a communist country? Who are, we, who are we talking about now? Luke. Luke. Luke is the one that infuriates me because he never goes away. Norman goes away for weeks on end. Is, is there he a, must be a very lonely man. Ask him if he's ever worked in these countries. Well, uh, well I, yes, I can ask him that. I'd appreciate if you would, John, because he, he espouses 
socialism and communism all the time and then I wonder if he's ever experienced it, what it's like to be in these countries. I, you're very kind to everybody. You give them all such a fair go. But that's, yep. that's why I was ringing, John. I, I appreciate it. It's wonderful to have you back. I've been a long-term supporter. And uh, I just wish you uh, long and low health and just don't uh, push yourself too hard. If you're crook, have some time off, no matter how much we miss you. All right, Reg, thank you very much for your nice thoughts. One three hundred five six four six five two. Karen, are you there? Are you there, Karen? Not again, Karen. You really are a pain in the backside. Really, if you want to ring up, you're going to have to hang on. Don't you understand that, Karen? Are you there? No. Uh, Thomas, are you there? Yeah, mate, yeah, I'm here, John Rawls. All right, Thomas, what do you want to talk about? Well, over here there's a place called Hewenville, and I was parked in my vehicle, and two police officers got me out of my vehicle, took me to the police station to charge me on a drink-driving charge when the car weren't even going, and then it broke down, and I had to be taken to the Kingston police station, where... A burp test was done, and then they took me all the way back to Hewenville and put me back in the car intoxicated. Uh, you, you, were, you admit you were drunk? Uh, at the time, but I was leaning towards in the back of the vehicle, not the front. OK, but that doesn't matter. You, you would have been in charge of the car. You were the only person in it. Who was in the driving seat? I was camping in my vehicle because I didn't have a roof over my head. I see. Were you in the back seat of the car asleep? Yeah, I was trying to get some sleep, John. And they just come along because there was a lot of campers down there, yahooing and carrying on a lot of fruit pickers. And then when it went to court, one of the police officers said that it was a manual and that the car was going, and I was drinking a stubby behind the wheel, and the other police officer come along and he said um, it was an, he thought it was an automatic, and I was drinking a stubby behind the wheel and I weren't. Well, all you can do is go along with the finding of the of the court, and if the, if the court found you guilty, there's not a lot you can do about that. Yeah, but they weren't even the arresting officers. Oh, look, this is too complicated for me. I was parked in the vehicle trying to get some sleep, but the arresting officers, they never turned up in court. These were two other police officers that just said whatever. Well, I look too complicated for me. So wh- wh- what's the situation now? Well... Unless I get a vehicle and have an interlock put in it, which I don't have because I sold my vehicle to pay my lawyer, I can't get my licence back. And yet, that's another thing they said in court, that the interlock program will be finishing in March this year. Then I've got interlock letters. Oh, look, look that, yeah, you've got too many problems for me, mate. It's, you've made a few mistakes. That's the, that's the simple fact of the whole story that you're telling me. Yeah, but they weren't even the arresting officers because they said the breathalyzer was done at Hewenville and then I was escorted back to my vehicle. That's impossible, John. OK, but they can't give uh, evidence in a court if they weren't the arresting officers. That's crazy. They did. I'm telling you. Yeah. Look, look Thomas, I don't know. You, uh, you feel you've been badly done by everybody does who gets booked for any reason. You were drinking in your motor car, weren't you? In the passenger side, seat. I don't care where you were. You were in the car drinking, weren't you? No, I wasn't behind the wheel drinking. No, that's what I'm saying. You weren't behind the wheel. Somebody else was behind the wheel, were they? I beg your pardon? 
look, I don't know, one minute you say you were in the passenger seat and earlier said you were in the back seat. Where were you, in the back seat? Or the... Later on when I was going to sleep, that's when the police stopped and got me out of the vehicle and then booked me at, U, uh, at Kingston. But the police that came to court said it was done at Hillville and they weren't the arresting officers. Well, look, it's too complicated for me. You've got to argue that in court. Well, the court case is finished because he wanted to know why the vehicle wasn't towed away. And that's when I... Oh, look, 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 you've lost me. Now we're talking about the bloody vehicle being towed away. It's a pity you weren't towed away, mate. That's the... That would have been the solution. one three hundred five six four six five two. Has anybody ever been booked for anything and thought it was good? No, they have not. Ah, well, what's Luke got to tell us today? You there, Luke? Yeah, good morning, John. Um, a bloke called Reg phoned you up, um, and I was listening, so I actually heard uh, most of what he was saying, and some of it's true. I, I, sometimes I am a bit of a pest, you know, <laughs> and uh, I don't mean to infuriate people, but I, I do get pretty infuriated myself about a couple of things. I'm sick of the government invading our privacy on our phones and our TVs, and I'm very sick... Whoops, 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 hang on. Uh, well, hang on a minute. How are they invading our privacy on phones? Well, when I try to ring you a lot of the time, I've got to go to three or four public phone booths because they just cut me off. Um, that's but the... how do they know it's you? Luke, I think you're paranoid. No, I'm not paranoid. I, I, know, I know, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an engineer. I basically know what's going on. But the, the other one I was mentioning, that if they get us involved in points... But, but uh, hang on a minute. Just back to you. Yep. Why, why would they pick on you, Luke? Well, I used to be involved in a lot of protest movements, especially anti-nuclear. Since then, I've been um, very much affected and intimidated, bullied, if you like, by the government because I've... But bullied how? Tell me how. Um, firstly, phone calls where I'd have to go to like three or four phone boxes to get one phone box. They're all working, but as soon as I got there, they just they wouldn't be working anymore. <laughs> but well, hang on a minute. How do they know it's you in the phone box? Um, they've got voice recognition. They pick up on me very quickly because I only ring your number. or. Um, but why you? Yeah, well, they, because I'm standing up for the fact I don't want Australia to become the nuclear waste dump of the world. OK, I, I, but, the, but the, the point is nobody's listening to you anyway. Yeah. Expl, explain to me the intimidation you get. Well, then I'll buy, I'll buy a computer and then I'll find suddenly my computer gets filled with virus within about oh, three boy, weeks. I'll, yeah, so I'll yes. go to a library. And this has happened in three places, in Cairns, in Tasmania and in Sydney. I'll go to the library and I'm starting to print a few articles suddenly the, the, the printer gets shut down in the library. <laughs> They've got a lot of power. Luke, this is silly stuff. Okay, it's silly stuff, but what Reg was saying... Was... No, 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 forget that. No. It's, a, it's what you're saying yep. that, in, that intrigues me, because what you're saying is absolute... Such... Why would... The... So... I, but I want to know, Luke, why would they... Why you? Why Luke? Be- because what I'm trying to do is to get the news that gets censored in Australia. That... Okay, but how do they know that? Well, I'd look to um, Kevin Rudd and um, Turnbull... And they're saying that our media is biased towards um, Rupert Murdoch's system. The other thing you mentioned is that, this, that I have... Hey, listen, Luke. Man, well, I'm Luke. not. I've got a lot of friends, but I'll tell you what, sometimes I do get very lonely. Loneliness isn't... You can be in a crowd and you can be really lonely. Yeah, look, hang on a minute, Luke. Right up. You, you've, you've got to the stage now where you really fascinate me. I don't know whether you're stark raving mad right. or whether, whether you imagine these things or... Uh, or whether there's an element of truth in what you say. There may be an element of truth there, but I think you exaggerated dramatically. 
I understand the people listening are going, oh, here goes Luke again. And, but generally, I feel as though we're being duped. Luke, just listen to me for a minute. Right. Uh, I, I'm really worried about you. I think you're a nice fellow and I enjoy talking to you. But I'm getting really worried about you because you are bloody paranoid. The, the government's monitoring our phones. and Cra- Crazy. Well, I'll accept that. Um, I may appear to be that. I, I've, I've got a lot of friends who stand up for my that I'm a logical person, but I, maybe even Leon, you might agree with. I feel like God's got me where I want to be, and where I should be. And you but, can't but but Luke, that. but Luke, I don't know what to do about you. I really don't. I mean, I quite free to upset you for the day. But generally, I'm um, sure there's a lot of people in the government who are listening at the moment, and maybe just get off our back if, if, if they think they've got a right to, to continually harass and intimidate people. Because but how are they harassing and intimidating you? Well, I phone up my, my daughters and basically they cut me off the phone. And then I'll phone again and I'll, I'll go to another phone. Or is it your daughters cutting you off? No, 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 no. no. They, they're saying, what's going on, Dad? This is crazy. Um, other friends I've got that, that I phone up, I don't phone any because they then get on the list. Luke, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a yep. psychiatrist, nor am I a psychologist. But from observation and from what I know about the world and what I've witnessed in the world, and I've witnessed quite a lot, yep. y- you are decidedly paranoid. Uh, do, do you talk to anybody about your, uh, your mental attitude? Yeah, I do, because it's basically um, important that I, with my friends. Okay, but who do you talk to? Uh, my, my, my ex-wife, I talk with her about it sometimes. Now, you would have got to points in your life when, when you were under a lot of pressure for um, you know, different situations that developed. Oh, yes, I certainly did. Yeah. But, but uh, I never got to the stage that you're at where you believe that people are endeavouring to manipulate you or something in some extraordinary sort of way. Well, when you're in the protest um, organisations, you, you do get picked on a fair bit, like they'll, they'll really try and close you down. Okay, but Luke, tell me this. I'm just looking at the, the board here with the, uh, the, what do you call them, coming through, what are they called? Yeah, the text messages coming through, and, and nobody is able to take you seriously. I'm a little disappointed with that because I see myself fairly, as fairly logical, but I'm also taking on what, what you're saying about things, and uh, I've got a... Rep- but but did, did you ever think there's a possibility you could be wrong? I could be getting a bit too extreme, and I would hope I'd wrong, but all I'd lo- I would love the government to come out and to take international... But, but why? What, what, you're deluded, Luke. I mean, why would the government want to come out and say, no, there is no plan, because Luke said there was? They, could, they, they couldn't give a flying what do you know well, about, about you, Luke, or me, for that matter. 80% of Australians do not want nuclear waste to be dumped in Australia. And no, well, that's right. They're mm-hmm. hiding for them. Okay. Uh, but, but thanks for giving me the time and um, get some of that new, that beautiful music you put on. It's 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 really good to get positive music because that's that's what I am. I'm a musician first. Yeah, I know you've told me that before. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Luke, I don't know you. You know, as I say, you seem to be a nice sort of bloke, but I really worry about you. I think you've got some big problems. I, I just think I'm so glad to get you, that you got back on air and your sound, your voice is back to normal, and it's just good because you do stabilise a tremendous amount of Australia um, when your voice comes across in the dream. The dream is the thing we're all working towards, isn't it? I agree with that. Yep. All right, Luke, well, I don't know whether I thank you for the call or just sit here bewildered by it, but it certainly has an effect. And I don't know what people think. I don't know whether... I'd, I'd love to talk to your wife. I'd love to talk to somebody who, who knows you. 
you know, everybody, everybody seems to like you, Luke, but everybody seems to be pretty worried about you. Well, it is that I must leave you now, and I do hope that you enjoy the remains of the day. I thank you for listening. And you be kind to each other. Let me be a little kinder, let me be a little blinder To the faults of those about me, let me praise a little more Let me be when I'm weary, just a little bit more cheery Think a little more of others and a little less of me